We're uh, shooting tear gas at uh, non-combatants at the borders. Not that that's what we're going to talk about. Just, you know, that's noteworthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, Thanksgiving was last Thursday as of this recording. And uh, immediately thereafter, we started just shooting tear gas at refugees, which is... Um, one of these days, I want to do a whole episode just about the moral high ground. <laughs> uh, but this is not that. This is going to be late stage capitalism fire edition. Yeah. So at the time of this recording, the f exact fires in which we are referring to are out due to a lucky incident of rain. But well, they're contained. Well, yeah. Um, but if you're going through the back catalog um, and considering the lack of length of california's not fire season there <laughs> might be one when you listen to it if it's like as early as march <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not positive there's like i i don't think you can put a pin in any month and say there will not be fires this yeah. month <laughs> um so yeah we're talking about <laughs> the the campfire which is uh not as cozy and nice as it sounds Evidently, like, 700 people are still missing, which is a lot of people to be unaccounted for. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how high anyone's hopes are for... Now, some people might have just taken this opportunity to disappear and assume another identity, not that that's super easy to do nowadays. But for the most part, uh, there have been quite a few casualties already, and it is not unlikely that that... Uh, count will continue to rise uh, in addition to all the other uh, so there are the people who are dying in the who have died in the fire directly um, there are people who are confined to their homes or just also incidentally dying but more slowly from the massive amounts of smoke that's just kind of hanging around I mean I guess it got better after it rained recently but yeah it was days and days like like, you know how before the Beijing Olympics, like, there was this whole thing about the athletes are going to die because the air is so bad? It was worse than that. Yeah. For, like, a lot of the state. <laughs> yeah. Because at the same time, there was this massive fire in Northern California. There's yeah. an additional fire in uh, Malibu, uh, which Kim Kardashian <laughs> hired private firefighters uh, to fight, which, I mean whatever i guess that's the thing it's just pretty weird that like all available firefighters weren't fighting fire for the common good like i don't know that there should have been private firefighting forces available right like <laughs> unless they were like other people but then again even whatever equipment they were putting together to do this would have been better served just fighting the fire in general yeah, like, I get that Kim Kardashian wants to save her house in particular, and she has the means to do that, uh, in theory. I just don't feel like in, in practice uh, that, she sh that she should have been able to direct a squad of people capable of fighting fires to be stationed solely to protect her own house. That That is extremely late-stage capitalism right yeah. there. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the dialed-back version of that is, Tech workers in the Bay Area who are making enough to live there comfortably can, you know, 
afford their various ionic breeze modern equivalents or what's the one that's on a bunch of podcasts molecule um (laughs) and yeah you know or they can afford to flee right and you know telecommute either in their ionized home or you know go to wherever their parents are from and hang out there for a while um but those things are not cheap and of course flying um now whenever now happens to be if you wanted to get on an airplane soon and haven't planned it for a while that is very very expensive well actually there's a bit of a lull in between uh thanksgiving and christmas which i once took advantage of to visit my parents in hawaii so it's actually um the the week after thanksgiving through like about the middle um before when colleges start getting out Mm. is is actually a fairly cheap time to fly Yes, but this story occurs uh, back in the early twenties of November. True. If it <laughs> if it were if if you were trying to flee in the days uh, by plane in the days before Thanksgiving, like that was bad. <laughs> well, if you're a tech worker, you could probably afford it, I guess. Yeah. If you work at the local Starbucks serving the local tech workers, not so much. Yep. And in fact, you might be told to come into work anyway. <laughs> yeah, there was this uh, amazing story of. Some some somebody's boss was like, I know. Oh God, I, I have to pull it up. It's it's too, <laughs> it's too insane not to just quote directly. I understand that your house is on fire and hope that you and your family are safe! Exclamation mark. I really care and hope everything is good! Exclamation mark. But yes, please, we are going to be open tomorrow, so please come into work. Everyone else already confirmed that they will be there tomorrow. Yeah, I understand that your house is on fire. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, this is an actual photograph of somebody's phone. And it could be fake, but, like, it's 1,000% plausible. And there is um, a point of reali- uh, realism on this, too, is that it's, uh, you know, some random ass uh, Samsung Android phone. And a horribly skinned SMS app. Um, and there's a 140 character break in uh, the sender's message, which leads me to believe that, you know, if you were faking it, you might omit that little detail. Yeah. Because like iMessage, for example, doesn't have that limit. And I think like real Android glues those together if it figures out that they're the same message. Yeah. So that's that's that. that that is the other extreme late stage capitalism aspect of this story. Well, actually there are a few. I mean Jesus. I mean every every <laughs> everywhere you look there's more just like how can we make this worse? <laughs> yep. So first on the list um and these are just in chronological order of when I added them to this document. Uh-huh. <laughs> um <laughs> One of them is one of the fires was ripping through a nuclear waste site, which is why my argument that it doesn't matter how safe nuclear power is while it's operating. It's because we have to deal with nuclear waste for a few million Uh, years that it's the problem. Well, my understanding isn't uh, that the issue was that that there was nuclear waste stored there. Nuclear waste is stored much more safely. Uh, This was a site where there was, I I guess, an experimental reactor or something like that that kind of melted down a little bit. Uh, had a, had a partial meltdown, so the whole site is contaminated at the surface level. Um, more so than I mean, nuclear waste is stored in like salt mines and crap like that. 
Yeah, but that's my point. This is always the risk, and there's there's no cleanup. It's just ruined forever. Well, I and mean, then particular... and then you spread all of the ruined soil around. You aerosolize it and irradiate all bunch of everything else. Yeah, they're supposed to kind of clean it up and bury it and like yeah, okay, make make this like less. But, you know, th- that as I believe the United that falls States under... is crumbling. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure believe... we'll get right on that. I'm pretty sure that falls under the purview of the <laughs> EPA, which was totally underfunded yeah. under the previous administration and the current one. Well, they're just basically doing the opposite of everything they used to even try to do before. So, yeah, yeah. maybe they're sprinkling uh, like t- radioactive material to make tobacco now. Like that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of electricity, apparently uh, we can credit this fire uh, among several others um, quite possibly to uh, PG&E. Now, I know somebody who works for PG&E, so that's kind of awkward. In fact, it used to be his job to go around San Diego and say, hey, that tree's going to catch fire and (laughs) burn down San Diego. We need to fix that. Or like, there's a bunch of brush there. That's definitely going to catch fire and burn down San Diego. Now, I don't know that you can personally credit him with the fact that San Diego has not significantly burned down <laughs> in yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there are people whose job uh, that is. And uh, evidently, they weren't doing an awesome job of it in and around the town of Paradise, California. Yeah, so uh, the problem here is um, physics got in the way. <laughs> so power lines are made out of wires, which are made out of metal. Um, and heat makes metal expand. And there are two things that make power lines hot. Um, One, it's just being hot outside. And two, is them having excessive load going through them. Um, And when it's hot out, they tend to also have excessive load going through them because people are using air conditioners. Yep. Um, And when they sag, they can hit each other or brush, and that'll cause sparks. So even if you think you've cleaned all the brush that they can sag into if it's particularly windy like it was this early november doesn't matter where the brush isn't because they're just slapping into each other and raining sparks down and the sparks are carried on the wind and yeah catching brush that is just merely adjacent so i used to live and my parents still do um their house is right near there's a big ass power line that runs through an easement in between their development and the development on the other side of the easement. And uh, those power lines would buzz basically all the time and they would crackle and spark like pretty frequently. Now, this is this was Hawaii uh, where it's kind of moist and brush fires aren't as big a concern and it never really gets that hot. But they would be doing the same thing in California. The, the high capacity lines would be basically buzzing and kind of sparking a little bit kind of all the time. There's no reason to suppose they wouldn't be. And if you've got dry conditions and Santa Ana winds, which are the fucking worst, (laughs) um, you've got yourself a recipe for one hell of a fire. Yep. The thing that won't cure this, of course, is uh, as the president suggested, and I'm not (laughs) sure why he likened this to, what was it, uh, Norway or... 
Finland, I Finland. think. Um, they're different climate. It doesn't count. Um, but <laughs> thinning things isn't going to do anything. Because with the winds, first of all, fires can spread to non-adjacent areas perfectly fine. They can spread through thin trees. You know, like, Southern Southern California... Southern California forests don't look like Northeast forests. You know, it's not a carpet of greenery and a canopy of greenery. It's like tumbleweeds and shit and, like, yeah. low shrubby stuff and big rocks. Yeah. Lots of big rocks. The rocks don't catch fire, but everything else does. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the plants around there kind of aren't, like, very moist <laughs> because right. they would die. So they're kind of flammable, like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're alive, but they're not, like, you know, lush green forests. We're talking, like, scrub. Yeah, from someone from the tropics, they would not look alive at all to begin with <laughs> no <laughs> look at this barren wasteland no actually although those are plants and they're alive i assure you but yeah a joshua tree is not a rock <laughs> indeed um <laughs> um but yeah so uh fun fact about um american continental history is that it catches on fire yep it just does the great plains and the southwest go through natural phases of being on fire. It's part of what the ecosystem has evolved to in its present state. And it does various things. Uh, certain plants uh, flourish in the wake of that. Certain things can only be propagated by fire. Uh, not that I can name any offhand, but I do remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, there is some internet. pine tree or something <laughs> that requires the heat that only a fire provides to pop open the pine cones or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so from nature's perspective, this is fine. Uh, in yeah. fact, <laughs> this would normally happen more, but we actually do uh, engage in some measures to reduce the likelihood of these fires. Um, so instead of having, you know, periodic, like fairly frequent smaller ones, we just have these massive ones every now and again. Right, because all of our uh, efforts to mitigate these smaller constant ones just makes better fuel for the eventual one that does occur. Yeah, and like we want to save the forests, like we want to preserve them in general, but um, a little bit of burning down sometimes would be okay, but we keep building houses in there too, so yeah. we can't exactly just let that happen. It's a real problem. Uh, I understand wanting to live in California because I kind of want to live in California <laughs> again. The weather is absent which is my favorite <laughs> um but there aren't enough places for people to be that aren't kind of terrible i mean even just like your basic desert isn't great to have a bunch of people living there because of the whole people require water thing <laughs> like for living yeah like i mean people have done uh they've gotten a lot more creative with their yards i there are fewer green lawns in riverside <laughs> these days but uh there's still you know people shower <laughs> eat they cook they you know use water for various other things right you know it's just the the areas that are for lack of a better term sustainable are full like period if only there were some way to stack dwellings on other dwellings. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what I'm quoting there, but like it's but true yes. that 
that's not the American dream, though. Nobody wants to live in a, in a condo. They want, you know, a backyard for their dog and their kids and whatever. And so you could actually fit, well, aside from the whole water thing, physically, <laughs> there's all that vertical space in California that isn't being utilized very much. Right. But even then, you know, like, it's not like that's going to improve the traffic. <laughs> well, no. I mean, obviously, they'd need to build a whole lot more rail. Yeah. Basically make California one giant Manhattan. Now, that ship has long since sailed. That's never going to happen. But it would be one way for all of the people who want to live in California to be able to do so. Trains and socialism. Fixing things yet again. <laughs> Um, speaking of, of uh, housing prices, uh, if you want to rent a house in Chico, which you would not normally want to do, <laughs> uh, you can't. They have no rental properties available at the moment. It's harder to rent a house in Chico than San Francisco. These places, you know, that were the people whose homes did burn down are going to or just full yeah, like, Chico <laughs> is like the closest city, yeah. kind of. Um, this is kind of the middle of nowhere, California. Actually, this is kind of uh, red country, California. Mm. Um, people think of California as a blue state, but it's pretty much uh, inland California is like Kentucky. <laughs> it's not uh, It's not very liberal. So it, there's a small amount of irony in uh, these, well, I mean, all kinds of people have had their houses burned down. I can't exactly just, I would like to take a dig at the president, but I guess mm. I'll not. Although the comment about Finland, like keeping everything very neat and clean is like, are you shitting me? And as many people pointed out, this was national forest. So it's you specifically who did <laughs> not clean up and tidy your brush. But again, Finland, like the, it snows there. It does. <laughs> it's the completely opposite climate from Southern California. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, you you also, you can't uh, buy a house that easily in the area. And these are the people who have escaped their burning, their burned down houses and have the means to buy another house. Right. I'm sure there are many more people who are just like, well, shit, I hope the insurance will pay me anything. And if not, they can move to a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, I I did not realize that camping at Walmart is kind of a thing. Like people who drive around the country in RVs often are they often do and are welcome to officially welcome to right. uh, spend the night in a Walmart parking lot, which just seems like total misery to me. But in many places, that is the only store. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's open twenty four hours, so if you Roll in at eleven thirty. Can you go get some horrible microwave yeah. excuse for a food? Yeah. Um, but uh, what they what they didn't count on is a, a semi permanent tent city yep. in their parking lot, and they're less than thrilled about that, particularly in the uh, holiday shopping season. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, come on, their holiday shopping season was definitely going to be impacted by the fact that these people's houses burned down. <laughs> They're going to buy, like, 
clothes and <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> they have different replace, spending priorities at the moment. To replace their burned belongings. <laughs> but, like, I yeah. feel like, I think it would be okay, actually, to let the, the tent city stay. Although, really, there should be some municipal solution for that. I'm not saying we should have state-sponsored tent cities, but, I mean, maybe? I mean, could we? That would Something be an improvement like than evicting them. It's not that cold in, in California. I mean, it does get cold at night, but, like, probably not beyond the ability of a of a fairly nice tent. Like, it, it seems like uh, this is, the, like, a, 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 a so socialism again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like the public should be doing more to take care of the people who constitute it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Walmart can't really be expected... Walmart's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're not Let's just altruistic. get that out of the way. Like the, <laughs> they the are optics, the liberal worst. <laughs> the optics of throwing these people who've just had their entire community burned to the ground, uh throwing them out of your parking lot with nowhere else to go is bad, but Walmart absolutely is going to do that. They are in fact doing that. Yeah. It doesn't take much money from a municipal perspective to turn a tent city that has sprung up into you know just a proper state park camping experience all you have to do is drop off enough porta potties and keep them in frequent enough rotation and drop off enough you know five gallon water jugs and the squirty thingy yeah i mean these are basically refugees yeah you just in california (laughs) Like, not at the border. They've lived there their whole lives, some of them, and now yeah. they're refugees from fire. Uh, and we're treating them, I, I, my impression is we're treating them about as well as we're treating any other refugees right. nowadays. Yep. Well, th- thank you for tying it back to the opening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to find something a little more light for next week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to do another things that didn't suck but uh oh we'll get there yeah we're gonna have to think on that one in fact we should, <laughs> we should start, start the list. yeah because <laughs> uh, uh right off hand i'm having well you okay i guess there have been a couple of okay we, we i think we'll be able to pull together <laughs> a things that didn't suck uh episode again